You're going to grow like that tree by the water. And so this word meditate, this is how you water, this is how you water the word that's been planted. Meditate in the Hebrew means to ponder by talking to oneself. You ponder by talking to oneself. And the Hebrew actually denotes an active recitation, a re-speaking of God's word. An active recitation, a re-speaking of God's word. Did anybody in school, I don't know what they do now for all the modern stuff they got, but I went to school, we had these things called flashcards. I don't follow the computer screens, everything they got now, they probably don't do something that ancient now. But we had flashcards. And we'd sit with a, with, with, with a partner in class, and if it, if it was math, they'd have the problem on the front, two plus two, and the one holding the car had, had the answer on the back, it was four. Whatever it was, and so we went through... Uh, recitations, reciting what was on there till we started learning what was on there. And so if you're going to be a person that really meditates in God's Word the way he intended you to meditate in God's Word, what I did when I got born again, my pastor taught me, start writing verses on three by five cards, carry them in your pocket. And so what I would do, I have a whole lot of verses in my heart and in my mind. I have a lot of verses. What I did, what I did for years, when I was learning new passages, number one, I wrote them down on cards, and every spare moment I'd pull it out and I'd look at it. And I'd say it, and say phrases, parts. If it was a long verse, I'd say the first part of it, and then I'd close my eyes, and I'd say it again. I'd keep it in my pocket. Once I got that down, I'd go to the next part of the verse. I'd say it out loud like that. I'd talk it out loud. I'd hear myself talk it. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Guess what I was getting then when I heard that word? I'd build my faith up. I'd meditate in the Word of God. And then also... Those passages on my nightstand by my bed, I had my Bible there. Praise God, they didn't have dumb phones back then. I say dumb phones because mine tries to change my spelling all the time. Can't believe some of these things I send to people, how it comes out. Well, you got to watch out that something perverse didn't come out. Somebody think, well, look what the pastor said. Man, you got you got you got to double, triple read those things. That's why I call them dumb phones. But anyway, I kept my Bible beside my bed. And when I was learning passages of Scripture, the last thing I'd do is I was going to sleep. I'd look over there before I shut my light off. I would read that passage. I'd say it outside. I'd read it a few times out loud. I'd turn my light off. And the first thing in the morning when I got up, before I got out of bed, I'd look over at that Bible and I'd read it again. And you know what I was doing? I was meditating in my Word day and night. Day and night. You meditate in the Word day and night. And I got it in me, and guess what I became? I became like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I've had a lot of good fruit over the years because that's what I've done. And so the spiritual determines the natural, good or bad. And so I've become a person that knew how to love like Jesus loves. I've become a person that laid hands on the sick and they recover. I've become a person that surprised me when I would give counsel to people It wasn't me, it was God in me. His counsel came out of me because his word came out of me. Amen. You hear what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm talking talking to you. I'm talking to the ones that are watching on the Internet. If you want to be a Christian that does bear godly fruit in the times we live in, then you need to do godly things. And this is the number number one way to success is to meditate in his word and meditating in his word isn't memorizing his word. 
I've had people tell me, well, I just can't memorize the Bible. And you know what I always say? Well, I don't know if I can either. I never tried to memorize the Bible. I did. See, that's a natural thing. A spiritual thing is to meditate. When you meditate in the Word of God, it gets into the soil of your heart. And so then it's not in your head, it's in your heart. And it, it just totally amazes me. When I'm preaching, teaching the Word of God, verses come up out of my heart. I think, wow, I forgot all about that one. And all of a sudden it comes out of there because that's John 14, 26. In John 14, 26, Jesus said, I'll bring your remembrance everything I've said to you. He did not say he would bring your remembrance who won the 1927 Yankees, Yankees-Red Sox game. He didn't say he'd remind you who won the 1980 uh, Super Bowl game. A lot of people say, well, I want God to remind me of those ball scores like these other people do. Those other people meditate those ball scores day and night. That's why they can do that. You're supposed to meditate the Word day and night. And then when you need to pray for somebody, the Word comes out. Amen. So you meditate the Word of God day and night as you can be like that tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, what I want to do is take Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 to 11. And this is where the Lord hooked me up this morning to explain from the Bible how this process of meditating the Word of God works. I love both of these passages. I never really connected them. Now, let's hear what explain to you in really, really simple terms. How many know the Bible's simple? It takes a religious education to booger up the Bible. This is Pastor. I watched a really good 1941 movie last night. That's all we watch is the old ones. We don't really know anything about modern shows. We'll see a movie sometimes that came out and we'll tell somebody, oh, that was really good. We saw that. And they say, well, Pastor, that came out 30 years ago. Well, we never got around to it till now. We just, just not that big into it. But this 1941 movie, it was really good. It's about a pastor and his wife from the early 1900s. It got changed from church to church around the country, et cetera, et cetera. But it is so amazing, the difference between religion and the Bible. It's so amazing. If you don't watch yourself, you can become religiously brainwashed to where you think it's Bible, but it's not Bible. It's just a religion that somebody thought sounded good. That's why I just really, I, I'm glad I learned when I first got saved to always bring my Bible to church. I learned when I first got saved, even if it's a Christian, somewhere on the job's a good Christian, if they tell you, my pastor preached this Sunday, and this is what it is, well, find out the verses. Go look at your Bible and see if you preach religion or if you preach the Bible. Amen. Because we're supposed to meditate in the Word of God day and night, not somebody's good ideas of what they thought God said. And so Isaiah 55, verse 8 through 11, this is the process of how this works. God said, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens, now listen to this, as the heavens are higher than the earth, well, that's an easy thing to see, isn't it? How many know that the heavens he's talking about here, he's talking about not the heaven where he lives, the heavens, he's talking about, about the, our sky, our things up above us are higher than the earth. He says, so are my ways higher than your ways. We can see both of that. In the natural, we can see 
that the sky and the clouds, all those things are higher. But also, if you're a born-again Christian, you know that God's ways are higher than your ways. And he said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And then he says in verse 10, that we're getting into the definition of meditation, what it does. He says, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, that's easy to understand, isn't it? Rain comes down, snow from heaven. Is that easy? That's a no-brainer. It says, it returns not thither, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth in bud. And, you know, I think about where we're out here in the desert. We know when we have rainy times out here, those little flowers jump up everywhere. You start seeing weeds come up out of the ground everywhere. Because the rain come down, and wherever's in the ground, it grew. And so if you have a garden planted, and the rain comes down, that's going to help your garden grow. So he says, as the rain comes down from heaven, the snow, it returns not thither, but waters the earth. And what's it do? It makes it bring forth and bud that may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And so he's giving you a natural example there. And then he says this, just as that is, so shall my word be. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void or empty, but it shall accomplish that which I please. It shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper. Well, you remember Psalms 1-3, the one that meditates the word day and night, what's there to do shall prosper, because he meditates on the word day and night, then what's there to do shall prosper. God says, my word then will prosper the thing where I send it. And so now get a picture of this. God tells us, if we'll just understand nature, rain comes down, snow comes down, and when it comes down, it doesn't just come down and go back. When it comes down, it does something. It goes into the dirt. Whatever's planted in the dirt, if nothing's planted, I've never understood this, Indiana, desert, everywhere else, if nothing's planted, we still come up. Something's going to come up when the rain comes down. But if you've got good stuff in the ground, good stuff comes up. He said, that's what the rain, the snow does. Then he says, so shall my word be. Now, God's word was written, the Bible tells us, by men of old as the Holy Ghost inspired them. And so that was God. Now, get a hold of this. This is going to help you in your spiritual life to determine what happens in your natural life, good or bad. You want the weeds to come up? You want the good fruit to come up? What do you want? (laughs) What are you watching? What are you reading? Who are you listening to? What do you want to come up? And so, in our life, God says, so shall my word be. So these words of this Bible were written by God through men. So when God's word came down from heaven, it didn't just bounce back up. It got in somebody's heart. They wrote it out. And then the fruit of this Bible is recorded. So then some man preached to somebody like me, and that word was in them that God put these pages, come out of them and planted that word in me. That word got in me, and I meditated and acted on it, and when I prayed, that word went back up. That word comes into your heart, when you're meditating upon it, you're watering it, 
And as you're speaking, it's going back up. He said it comes down and goes up. Just like the, water, the snow, the rain, it goes back up, but it does something before it gets there. So when God's word got into my heart about divine healing, that I had the fruit of my life, I received healing if I need it, and I received divine health from God because that's the fruit. I'm like that tree planted by the rivers of water. And so I bring forth that fruit. And so whatever the fruit is in your life, and let, let me just tell you something that's just a little clue. Don't be a religious person that thinks it's a big deal if you read the Bible through it a year. That sounds really nice, but what if you need marriage fruit because you're about to get a divorce? You better read the Bible through on the subject of husbands and wives and relationships. You don't need the fruit to brag to everybody, I read the Bible last year. You need the fruit of saying, I have a very successful marriage. We were being challenged, we were being hit, and I need the fruit of marriage. So I started meditating the Word of God in Ephesians chapter 5 about husbands and wives. 1 Peter chapter 3 about husbands and wives. Colossians chapter 3 about husbands and wives. Proverbs about husbands and wives. I started meditating, and I'm like that tree planted by the river of water. I'm bringing forth fruit in my season. I love my wife. My wife loves me. We're together all these years. And glory to God is because Jesus and his words work in our lives. That word did not come down and return void. That word came down, got in some hearts. They spoke it out, and the word went back up, and the blessing came out. Amen. The spiritual always determines the natural, good or bad. It doesn't make any difference how much you pray. If you don't have the Word of God in your heart coming out of your mouth when you're praying, then you're probably just praying useless words. Didn't he say, so shall my word be? It comes down, goes back up. God, Prayer should be God looking down to earth and sit in a mirror reflect his word back up. You know what? I, th I think I got the job done. Jesus, I think we got the job done. I'm looking at all these faces out here tonight, and I'm seeing people that are not confused. I'm seeing people thinking, duh, I always wonder what the rain did. <laughs> you know what? That'll make you want to do a rain dance. <laughs> Pass it before the Lord. And so anyway, uh, God gave us this example about what to do and so the spiritual laws terms of natural, good or bad, I don't want to put too much out there, because I want to keep it real simple. That's the thing about it. If you have not been a meditator, just start getting to the Word of God, learning those verses, speaking them out loud, getting them in your heart. And if you just, if you just read one passage of Bible all this week, read it every day. Read it in the morning time. Read it at lunchtime. Read it at nighttime and read it and read it and read it till every time you breathe, that verse comes out of your mouth. And not just any verse, whatever area of life you're being challenged or struggling in, you find a verse or verses and when you speak that out loud to yourself day and night, then it's just like God said. The word's coming down, it's causing something to happen on the inside of you and it's going back up and then people are going to see that fruit and they're going to say, isn't that, isn't that old Dave? That's not old Dave. That's new Dave. And new Dave has that fruit. 
because his spirit's determined the natural. Well, how about old Rodney? I, I, I used to know Rodney back in the day. That guy died. This is a new Rodney. And whoever you are, whoever you are, if you want that new life to show up, be a meditator. Amen. Glory to God. Pastor Dave. All right, amen. Well, that's a good word tonight. Like my dad always says, if I don't light your fire, your wood must be wet, right? <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and stand up, amen. Maybe some of that rain that watered the ground, it, it, it coincidentally wetted your wood too. Either way, uh, let's have our prayer team come on up tonight. And if, you, uh, if you're here and you need prayer, we'd love to agree with you and uh, hook up our faith with yours tonight. Uh, we know that our faith works prayer works. Amen. And the important thing is, is as we uh, receive prayer, get some scriptures to stand on also, like we just talked about. Amen. Let's take a few minutes here. If you need prayer, come on up. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence that you never fail me. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence that you never fail me. You move, you move the mountains, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way where there was no way, and I believe I'll see you do it again. I've seen you move, you move the mountains, and I believe I'll see you do it again you made a way where there was no way but i believe i'll see you do it again i'll see you do it again your promise still stands great is your faithfulness your faithfulness I'm still in your hands this is my confidence that you never failed me your promise still stands great is your faithfulness your faithfulness I'm still in your hands this is my confidence that you never failed me. I've seen you move, you move the mountains, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way where there was no way, and I believe I'll see you do it again. I've seen you move. You move the mountains, and I 
never leave I'll see you do it again I'll see you do it again Praise the Lord. We're going to go ahead and close things out here tonight. Hallelujah. Who's received from the word of God this evening, man? Yeah. Psalm 1, Isaiah 55. Those are dynamite chapters. So I really encourage you to read those again this week. Absolutely. Really, really good for you. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and get things closed out here. Uh, of course, the yard sale is uh, Saturday. And uh, make sure if you have any questions, just see Casey or Raymond and uh, and they'll try to answer your questions for you. Don't see me. I don't have the answers on that. I don't even know anything about that, okay? So just don't ask me about it. Uh, but of course, uh, man, we just want to make sure we're getting everybody involved here. But isn't it good to be a part of a, a loving church family that's got a lot going on? Amen. The Lord's really blessed us here. All right. Well, let's close out in prayer and we'll speak some words of faith over Barster tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for what we've seen in your word. And, Lord, we know it's true that the the spiritual, it always determines the natural, whether good or bad. And so we're going to be just like that tree in Psalm chapter 1, Lord, planted right beside the river, bearing fruit every single season because we are planted in your word. Thank you, Father, for the results that we need in our lives to be the best Christians that we can be for you. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Can somebody say amen tonight? All right. Let's speak these words of faith together. We declare that Barstow is a blessed city. Our families are blessed. Our schools are blessed. Our churches are blessed. Barstow is healed. Barstow is prospering. Barstow is safe. Barstow is strong. Barstow is surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Barstow is full of love, joy, and peace. Barstow is full of the glory of God. Barstow is coming to Jesus. Barstow is saved. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. See you Sunday. Never will.